Hey, my name is Kristen, and I want to personally welcome you in. I'm a small town mama and former elementary school teacher who spent $250 to start a network marketing business I knew nothing about. I had no followers, zero experience in marketing, and knew very little about social media. But I was able to educate myself on all the ins and outs of owning a business and now run an annual six-figure online business and partner with my husband in helping him run a local service-based business all from home. Because you're listening, it's likely that you're either considering getting started as an entrepreneur or you want to grow. Let's do this together. I'll use my experience as an educator to break it all down for you, social media marketing, business strategy, and networking. My goal is to help you find a sense of balance and fulfillment so you can inspire others to do the same using your unique gifts. So get comfy and cozy, grab a pen and paper and your drink of choice, and let's get to it. So today's episode might be a little bit shorter. It's interesting because I just dropped off my kids at school and I'm headed into the office and something just spoke to me and I thought, you know, I need to share this with you. So over the last weekend, I took a group of kids to an Accelerant Youth Conference in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. It's a youth conference that we go to every single year. I've been going probably for almost 20 years now and been leading this group of teens for a good bit of that time. And every year God's doing something. Every year um, God makes a difference in these kids. And even though sometimes I don't necessarily see the fruit of it immediately, I still know that he would work. Um, if you hear that, it's my windshield wipers. Anyway, I wanted to share this with you because um, just over the last couple of days since I've gotten back, um, I've just been kind of like just pondering on a scripture that I shared the day that we left. So the morning that we left, we met at the church to load up the van, and um, we had a prayer. And I shared a scripture from 2 Corinthians, and in that scripture, it's a pretty popular one. If you've never heard it, the scripture says that, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And if you live in America, you know the meaning of the word liberty. Um, we celebrate Independence Day.
I don't know where that cut me off, but we're going to pick back up where I was talking. You know, you can get you can get fixated on all those things, but the reality is that if you really put into perspective not only your relationship with the Lord um, and putting him first and stop worrying about what other people think, the second thing that I told them was that, you know, the reality is that most people are so stuck in their own junk. They're so stuck in their own problems. They're so stuck in also considering what other people are thinking about them and that imposter syndrome and that comparison mindset. They're so stuck in that thinking that most of the time they don't even have the time or the mental capacity to even consider what you're doing. I hope that's going to speak to you because, you know, we sometimes care too much about what other people think when the reality is that they really just don't care. They really don't care because what it is is they've got enough problems of their own. They've got enough things to think about that they don't have time to take on your problems as well. And I share this a lot with our um, with the team when it comes to running their businesses. You know, we talk a lot about how, you know, we we are here to serve and we're here to uh, speak life into other people. And most of the time that's through sharing our story. And we'll get so stuck and wrapped up in, you know, what people are thinking about us or the fear of, like, judgment or whatever, that what will happen is we aren't speaking into what these people are doing, like, and speaking into their problems or speaking into their goals or speaking into their dreams. We're still so focused on ourselves. And that is the exact opposite of what the Bible teaches us is that we got to stop. We got to get out of our own little heads. We got to get out of our own little bubbles so that we can become aware, so that we can open our eyes to the things that the people around us are struggling with so that we can help them, so that we can bring that light into them. Because, you know, those kids this weekend, and I definitely witnessed this, if those kids can cast aside the judgment of other people and they can genuinely seek that relationship that God so much wants with us, if they can do that, then they grow stronger in their faith. They grow stronger in overcoming their temptations. They grow stronger in, in all kinds of areas. And, you know, they also have a story to tell. And the beauty in all that is that they can also have an impact on other students that maybe weren't as strong or maybe weren't as confident to step up and go, you know what, I am going to cast aside those doubts. I'm going to go cast aside those opinions of other people, and I'm going to do it anyway. And my challenge to you is for you to do the same, because until you get to that point where you just don't care what other people have to say about you, and you're only here to do what God has called you to do, that's when you're going to reach your people. That's whenever you're going to be able to pour into um, and serve those people that God wants you to serve. Now, after we got back from the trip, um, we had a, we, we have a chat with the group that went, and it's full of chaperones, it's full of um, the kids and everything. I more or less used it for communication to make sure that everybody knew what was up, where we were going. Um, you know, if we had, like, plans to go out to lunch, I would tell them, like, pretty much, it was, it was just my way for, like, me to massively communicate with everybody without having to grab everybody. I mean, we had over 30 people in the group, but... Um, Anyway, I, over the last couple of days, have been kind of just sharing um, some scriptures and things like that in that chat just to kind of keep the momentum going because 
I know what it's like whenever these kids go and they, they get on fire. Maybe you've been to a conference before, or you've left a training before, and you were so on fire. You were so like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do all the things. You were so excited, right? You can do all of that, and then something happens, and life hits you, and then you kind of fall back into your rut. I mean, that's just true. Like, it's just the way that it is. And um, one of the, the obstacles that we always face is, like, how do we keep that fire alive in our personal lives, our relationships with the Lord, serving others, in our businesses, and all the things, right? And so over the last couple of days, I have been sharing things in that chat. And um, day before yesterday, I think it was, I sent um, something in there, and it was more or less just talking about how our minds get so wrapped up in worry. And I'm just curious, maybe you have personally struggled with anxiety or worry, maybe you feel like you're not going to meet a quota or if you're not going to make enough money on your commissions this month to cover your rent or your bills. Um, maybe for you it's stress about, you know, dealing with uh, an uncomfortable conversation with a team member. Um, you know, life is just full of crap. Life is just full of junk. I mean, it's just, I feel like it's just never, ever going to go away. It's just the way state is the condition of um, what we live in. But, you know, we're, we're going to get caught up in worry. We're going to get caught up in our fears. And what more or less um, that I shared in that chat was about how sometimes we can take those things that we worry about, and whether we want to or not, those become the things that we fixate on and ultimately become the thing that we idolize. Now, stick with me for a second. Um, a couple of years ago, I remember hearing Joseph McClendon III he spoke at an event that I went to, and a lot of the things that he talked about, I totally agree with. Some of it's kind of woo-woo, and I don't, but, you know, whatever. You take the good and you leave the bad, right? Anyway, um, and that's not really the point of what I'm sharing this, but he was talking about, he used this analogy of, like, you driving on a road, and, like, say you're going to go past a, like, a light pole or something, or maybe you're walking on the sidewalk, and there's this pole there, right? And he says that, you know, your pole represents the thing that you do not want to hit. You do not want to hit the pole. Brings me back to whenever I was a kid. <laughs> in elementary school, I remember um, I was walking in line. I was always up in goody two-shoes. I feel like I tried to follow the rules, um, mostly because I was scared of the consequences. Anyone else? Uh, I, <laughs> I was in line one day, and I was, you know, you, you go single filing in, in school, and I was in line following some um, some other kids in my class, and I happened to turn my head, and I looked, and I saw a friend of mine, like, that was not in my class. I don't remember if it was, like, a playground or they were passing us. I don't remember that part, but I do remember I passed a friend, someone that I knew, and I was excited, right? Just think about it, like, little, little seven-year-old me. I was so excited to see them, and I turned my head, and I, like, waved as hard as I could, and before you know it, I walked straight into this metal pole. It was an awful, most embarrassing experience. At seven years old, I was absolutely mortified that I literally just, like, I mean, it was it was a hard stop. I'm, so you know what I'm talking about. Like, it was, like, it hurt so bad. It hurt so bad. Uh, my point of sharing that story is that, obviously, I wasn't looking at the pole then, but, you know, if you'll fixate on a pole long enough, it's what brings reality into your life, you know? And you got to stop looking at the pole is what Joseph McClendon said. He said you gotta you got to, like, when you look at it long enough, you're eventually just going to drive right into it. And that pole represents, you know, all the things that you're trying to avoid, whether it's your anxiety, whether it's 
you know, um, you not meeting the goal or whether it's not getting the customers or whether it's not the recruiting or whether it's not, you know, whatever, insert whatever, um, you know, putting your foot in your mouth. The poll represents all the things that you do not want to do. And if you stay focused on it long enough, guess what's going to happen? The thing that you don't want to happen. And what I was sharing with the students um, a couple of days ago was that, you know, we will focus so much on our anxiety. We will focus so much on the worry. We will give so much power to the things that we're afraid of that we've, we've turned them into idols. We've turned them into things that have taken full control over our lives, and we're like Joseph McClendon said, we're hitting the pole day after day after day after day instead of speaking into. It's like a conscious choice that we have to make. I'm not going to say that it's easy. It's constant redirection. It's constant repositioning your mind and realizing that the God we serve is so Oh my gosh, I have so much, like, that gives me chills to even say that. He's so much bigger than all of those things combined. Whatever the thing is that you're scared of, whatever the thing is that you're worried about, whatever the thing is, that challenge that you've been trying to overcome for so long, because trust me, when I tell you that I understand, we all have our own unique set of challenges, but they're all so, so, so hard, right? When you're in it, it's not any fun. But God is bigger. He is greater. He is in control. He can take charge. And, you know, you might sit in that season for a little bit, but we've got to shift the focus and reposition our mindset to go, you know what? Maybe what I'm in right now is to teach me a lesson. What is that thing that I need to learn? Or maybe whatever it is that I'm dealing with right now, it's meant to make me stronger. You know, like how gold has to be refined through fire. We don't really know, right? We don't really know. I could give you countless examples of stories in the Bible of men and women that faced hard seasons of their life, and sometimes God gave them a reason and sometimes he didn't. That's not our, our, like, that's not for us to decide. That's not for us to know. But what we do have to understand is that we should remain faithful and continue to reposition ourselves so that we go, you know what? Whatever it is I'm in right now, whatever the thing is that I'm struggling with, it sucks. I mean, it just sucks. And I, I fully believe that God is such a big God that whenever you have those conversations with him, he can handle it. You know, be truthful with him. Talk to him like he's your best friend. Be like, you know, God, I don't know what you're doing up there, but, like, this is this is terrible. I don't like it. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask for you to give me strength. I'm going to ask for you to equip me with the necessary skills so that I can get through it. I'm going to ask for you to open my eyes so that I can see the way that you see and give me discernment. Give me patience. Give me um, perseverance so that I can make it through because I do trust that you know best. I do trust that whenever I come out on the other side, you're going to make me stronger. And my gosh, you guys, that is freedom. That is freedom. Because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We have the freedom to walk in this world and go, you know what? I know the season that you're going through right now is hard. I know that the people that you work with, they're dealing with their own junk. And me too. We're all dealing with our junk. And I love that whenever you can get vulnerable enough to share that junk with the world, if you're building a business on social media or whatever, when you're getting vulnerable enough to say, you know what, I'm not perfect. I'm dealing with my own junk, too. The difference between me and the rest of this world is that I'm not going to sugarcoat it or lie, but I will tell you 
that my God is faithful, he is able, and he's given me freedom to exercise that I can continue on, that I do have hope. It's going to get better. It's not going to always be this way. And I love that so much because I just know that there's people that are watching you. There are people around you that need to hear that. They don't understand why you can get up every single day and have joy or have peace in the middle of your circumstances whenever you get the cancer diagnosis or you have a friend that passes away or you're struggling to make ends meet. Like, they might not understand where your peace is coming from, and it's your job to tell them. I say this all the time. Like, you might be the only Bible that they ever read. You might be the only light that ever gets shed into their spirit. And, you know, I don't want to be the reason that holds up, um, you know, someone else from meeting Jesus. I want for me to be able to emulate his light. I want for him to work through me with his spirit so that I can give freedom to someone else so that they can overcome whatever challenges that they're facing right now. And so, you know, I don't know what what anxious thoughts that you're thinking. I don't know what struggles that you're trying to overcome. But I just wanted to share that with you this morning and let you know that, you know, when, when um, I guess I'll leave you with this last thing. You know, whenever I heard uh, Pastor Cheryl say, I was watching something on Instagram, I think it was yesterday, she was saying about how light and darkness exist. Like, light exists. Like, it's a thing. It's it's something that you can see. It's something that you can, like, you know, it will provide you with this, um, you know, peace or whatever. Um, darkness does not exist. The only reason why darkness ever exists is because light is not there. Like, I need you to think about that for a second. The only reason why darkness can be allowed into your life is you're not allowing the light in. If you allow the light into your life, then the darkness has to flee, right? And so I want to leave you with that. I want you to understand that, like, it's a choice. It's not going to be easy every single day. Some days it might be, but it's a choice. And uh, with the operation of the Spirit through you, I just know and believe that um, you are going to overcome. You are going to feel the freedom um, to serve, to worship, um, and to feel liberated throughout whatever it is that you're dealing with. And I just want you to know that I love you so much. I'm proud of you for not giving up the fact that you have not um, turned this episode off. You've, you've not switched the channel or even the fact that, you know, you're still here, whatever. Like, that says a lot. That that tells me that whatever it is that you're going through, um, it, it means something to you and it's, it's hard. And I just want you to know that I love you um, and I'm praying for you. Um, and I know, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has a plan in this for you. So just don't give up. And if this spoke to you, please just write, reach out to me. Please tell me um, if, if you needed to hear this today. You can reach out to me and talk to me on Instagram, um, any of the platforms um, or whatever. If you have my phone number, you can text me, you can email me. Um, let me know if you needed to hear this because it was just so heavy on my heart and I just felt like I needed to share it with you. Um, but I love you and um, I'm so, so proud of you. Oh my gosh, that went by so quickly. Did you enjoy today's episode of The Kristen Morris Show? If so, please do me a favor and leave a review on the platform you're listening to and share this episode with a friend. Better yet, let's connect. Find me on any social media platform and tag me in your stories with your favorite takeaways. And until next time, lead by example and inspire others to do the same.